do that. Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Did you guys have any Kim on the Betsperts Golf Show? I didn't get a chance to see it this week. He was, I not only did I bet him, I made fun of his stupid nicknames. Um, no, I just top 20. He was my best bet to play him top 20, and at the end of the the write-up it's like man you know he only needs baseline putting to hit this this isn't that good of a field if he putts well he's competing and obviously he putted very well yeah. and ended up winning but i made fun of his his thomas the tank engine nickname in my write-up so got to show him a little more respect and, uh, otherwise yeah fun weekend like i i just posted that bit ago i need to bet as much money as i possibly can on the one pick i take and put in the newsletter every week because that's, that's hitting like 85 percent for the goddamn year seven out of the eight last seven out of the last eight weeks the newsletter uh newsletter one is hit so congrats to fading harris english one last time and yeah we're we're into the playoffs for this week i don't know how was your weekend playoffs it was pretty good playoffs. nice and slow a little bit of tennis i didn't know we would do the playoffs we're already here look at that that's because golf playoffs are horrible like they don't they don't market them properly. They're not set up in a, I don't know. It's just, it's dumb. It's like, Hey, guess what? We're doing the playoffs. Everyone's like, yeah, we don't give a shit. We're doing football. It's football time guys. Like you should do this in the summer when no one cares. Try to go ahead to head against just baseball. That'd be a lot easier, but um, real quick. I did talk a big game about going to the casino and I had to share this with you. I haven't told anyone this story yet. I don't know if you are super, I'm not superstitious when it comes to betting. I don't believe in mushes, jinxes, you know, Twitter, but I, you know, I'm not trying that way, but there are certain harbingers of bad things. And sometimes it's, you worry like, is the universe fucking with me? You're telling me something. And so we went to Waterloo, Iowa all day. I'm, I'm burnt. Like you can see my, my tan lines here. Went to the water park. All day. Water park was awesome. It was fun. Kids had a great time. Get to the hotel. We're not going to drive two hours home. I'm going to, they're going to hang at the hotel and put them to bed. And then I'm going to go to the casino, get to the casino. I find a parking spot. I step out of my truck into a, I don't know how you can describe it other than a big puddle of paint. Someone had spilled, I don't know, an entire can of, house paint on the like the car next to me you could see tire tracks coming out of the puddle of paint where someone had parked there before driven through it like and it was right next to my door stepped in it my flip-flop slipped almost fell on my ass and caught myself on the door and the car next to me i'm like i'm like shit this isn't a good start got in there and again i don't use i i don't use this bank account much it's basically just to get cash out cash card didn't work couldn't get cash out. You got to get them. You should have well, then, So yeah, right away. So I just do the thing. I'm like, well, show me my balances. Shows me all zeros. I'm like, oh no, like the government levy me or what happened here? Go on the bank app. Bank app's not working. Nothing's working. So it's like, I'm just, I'm thinking, I'm like, I can just go home 
are like, I could be the guy who's up in the front of the line getting a cash advance from a credit card or something. I'm trying to think of like, how do I turn Bitcoin into money in Waterloo, Iowa? I ended up just going home. It was only like a mile from the hotel. Didn't gamble in a, a bit. And then it was just the, the bank. The bank system was having issues. Everything was fine in the morning. My money's there. I just didn't take it out and play crap. So, but uh, so I ended up up for the weekend, I guess, because normally, <laughs> like, how many times do you go play craps on a lark and end up up? Like, never. I don't know. 20, Twice. 30% of the time. So we'll say law of odds are, and again, like, I should look at it. Money not lost is money well, won. Look at that. There's still paint. I'm not shitting you. This is paint all over my flip-flop. I got to get these cleaned up. So, And the thing about Bitcoin ATMs is it's a bit they of a misnomer. Well, I, are there ones that you can actually take money out? Any Bitcoin ATM I've seen is like, hey, give us cash to buy Bitcoin at like a 5% markup. I've used it once Vegas just to see how it works. And they crush you not only on the fees, but you have to check the prices that they're offering to sell you at. A lot of times they put like a five to 10% buffer on the price and then whack you for another five to 10% on the fee. So it's, they're really tough. It's still the best yeah. way to sell Bitcoin is find somebody that wants Bitcoin and has Venmo. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much low fee costs there. But uh, so yeah, we're back this weekend. Back, I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble at a real casino. I'm gonna go to the bank and tell them to hand me cash so they can just carry to a casino. Things are gonna work out a lot better. And we'll uh, yeah, like I said, we'll start in on the playoffs. We've got the whole gang is here, Alex. This is uh, this is a banger. All the good golfers are here because Ooh. there's just so oh, playoffs, money. and there's so much money. Like they the whole season, it's a whole so new much time. Cash. So you're. Top 125 golfers in the FedEx standings who have not left for a rogue tour and been suspended are here. And you, uh, you'll you'll see the top 70 next week and the top 30 the week after that. And in fact, uh, the standings where they paused them to get into this, the top 10 received some sort of bonus check too. So Sung J.M., Snuck into the top 10 of the FedEx, like business class standings or whatever, got an extra million dollars. So there's a lot of money to be made shooting up these FedEx standings. And um, I mean, you can see a lot of the big names. Rory's your favorite here. Scotty, Cam, I mean, a bunch of these guys, multiple winners this year. Tony Fino, suddenly a multiple winner. Actually, the winner of this event last year. Fitzpatrick, uh, your major champion. John Rahm, not forgotten. Xander Shoffley, Zalatoris, one day, one day. And then uh, Cam Young, right up there with Salatoris. Cam Young is in that top 10, but he was the only one to make the top 10 and get those bonus funds without a win. That's how well he's played this year. Does not have a win this season. Has just crushed it at some bigger events. Yeah, a little frustrating, I'm guessing. And Jordan Speed there, too. I posted all the odds on Betsports Golf. And then Savage Samurai says, someone explain the current state of live golfers being played. They're not allowed to. Like, if, if you have teed off at a live event you are suspended and that's the funny part is like somebody on the corn fairy tour is getting screwed over by this because i think it's bubba watson has committed to play live but he hasn't teed off in a live event so he's not suspended so the where he's at in the pga rankings fedex or owgr is actually bumping somebody off of like the corn fairy people and people are mad because like he's gonna get suspended here as soon as he goes and plays in you know chicago or bangkok or wherever he decides so it's a little goofy and there's a lot of uh there's litigation right now it's beyond where i can figure out so everybody right the now, dj it, it, suing the pga 
yeah, if you've teed off in the live, you can't play in the PGA. So there, there are a handful of guys that would be at this in this top 125, and there's four or five guys that are sitting right there at the bottom that are thanking them, I guess, because normally they would not have gotten into this event. So I haven't made any bets yet. I've seen a couple people jumping in. Morikawa has been a little disappointing this season. Man, he's still a top tier golfer, and this this course begs for long to medium irons where he can succeed, exceed expectations, excel. All the all the words you want to use. Positive words. Yeah, he's he's like thirty five in some places. I wouldn't expect that to last too much longer. There's some good numbers on uh, him. Sam Burns is thirty thirty five. I don't hate that either. So I'll have some outrights. We'll talk about him tomorrow as we uh, spin towards. TPC Southwind, a beautiful, beautiful little course. It's the last time Colin was in the 30s. That's wild. That that's what I'm saying. Like that number isn't gonna last. I might just bet that right now. So let me see. Uh, I guess where? I'll just talk about tennis. We'll see if I can find it while I'm talking. About yeah, it. I know. I'm about <laughs> to cue you for tennis while you're trying to there bet we go. golf. Um, where are the ladies this week besides Tirana? Up in Toronto and also in Concord. Um, there's some fun events in Andy. There's even an ITF 100 tournament that. Unfortunately, the, the acceptance list isn't very good, but it's only like an hour and a half from my house. I might go watch some tennis this, this week. We'll see what uh, the matchups end up being. But yeah, the big events, WTA Toronto, um, the Canadian Open. This is a fun event. I think we mentioned it last week, kind of in passing. Every year, the men and women play in either Montreal and Toronto, and they switch the following year. So women last played in Montreal, men last played in Toronto. So the men are in Montreal this time, women in Toronto. Should be a really fun field. It's stacked. We've got 64 players. The tournament has just started, so outrights are closed right now. I did tweet out four picks yesterday. Contivate, Pagula, Garcia, and Quinian Zhang. You can find that, and maybe after things close, grab those. But let's jump into some first-round bets. Just a few things. We'll start with a couple parlays in Toronto. Um, Elise Mertens with Caroline Garcia. Really, really love what Caroline Garcia has been doing now. I believe this will be her first hardcore tournament, but... There's nothing in me that's really worried about her ability to translate that form over. She's playing some fantastic tennis. Goes against Alizé Cornet, a fellow French woman that she's beaten a couple times and just is generally much better than. I'm looking at a number on that match right around minus 174, minus 175. I have it out to minus 225. Um, and I actually tweaked that down, had it in the 240s when I first started and made some adjustments. But like her at that price, so I'll put it together with the least Mertens, again, one of the most solid players on tour, pretty much beats everyone she's supposed to beat, and she should really put one on Anna Bondar here. If you're playing DFS, I think you still have some chance to get in. Usually they skip the early matches, but grab Elise Mertens for that as well. She goes up against Bondar, great clay player, someone who was very profitable for us during that swing, but Hardcourts is really going to be outmatched here, so we'll put the two of them together. Petra Kvitova, I haven't bet on her in quite some time, but Built a little bit of form over grass season, played some decent hardcore tennis in the Czech tournament um, that we had in Prague a couple weeks ago. Goes up against Allison Risk, who is terrible in this tournament every year. It, whether it's in Montreal, whether it's in Toronto, she has a, just a bad time here. I don't know what it is being north of the border. Maybe she gets distracted by all the moose and the syrup. I'm not really sure, but really like Kavitova here. You know, looking at a price, I believe, right around minus 180 or so in this parlay. I had this closer to 240, so really like her there. We'll put her with one of the outrights I did take, Zhang Quin Yen. Um, we bet her quite a bit. She is now starting to become more of a favorite, and I still don't think it's big enough. Goes against Rebecca Marino. Marino had a nice week last week, qualified for a tournament, won a couple matches. She probably shouldn't have, but is generally getting a little too much credit for 
what is a look ahead week, honestly. So give me Zhang here again, have that almost out to minus 240 myself. So put those together. Barbara Krejcikova, it's been a really tough year for her. Um, won a Grand Slam last year, finished second in another Grand Slam, but picked up some injuries, has continued to play doubles. Those are against Karolina Pliskova, who is somehow having a worse year, I think, than Krejcikova overall. Uh, Krejcikova generally has her numbers beaten her a handful of times and actually recent head-to-head matches that hold a little bit of water with me. I had Krejcikova out as almost a minus 130 favorite, so was able to get plus 100, seeing some minus 110s out there. Play at minus 110 or better. That number should be just fine. And then uh, these first set bets generally don't play these too too often. It's hard to tell, especially in the first round. But looking at this Kudermatova Tom Lianovich match, both of these women play very very long sets, and then you tend to see actually some quicker second sets. They really seem to let up there. So instead of taking the full match over here, which is a twenty one and a half, right about where I have it, I'm looking at nine and a half. And I'm sorry I didn't put the juice out there. It looks like it's minus one ten. I had this closer to 10 minus 110, honestly. I don't think that some of the adjustments that they make for these set bets are good, you know, given how often we see a short second set. Um, I believe that match will be tomorrow, and these next two will also be tomorrow. Christina Buska, um, Buska, um, Buska, Buska, anyway. Christina, plus 145 here playing against Shui Zhang, should absolutely be able to take care of Zhang, someone who is just generally plays a lot of grass events, collects her points there, and generally does better at some of the lower hard court events. Hasn't done a lot of good stuff in some of these courts up here in Canada. Buxka comes through qualifying playing some great tennis. I love her. I have this match close to even. So, you know, plus 135, plus 130 or better looks good. And then Emma Raducano, again, she'll be tomorrow as well. Uh, goes against Camilla Georgie. Really confusing number here. Georgie can be very good, but is often erratic. And Emma has the game to sort of take her down here. Um, I'm seeing minus 125, minus 130. I had her out at minus 160. So minus 30, 35 or better looks good to me. And then WTA 125K challenger bet. So this is um, 125K. Some put it underneath as a challenger. Basically triple A tennis, if you will. We'll take Clara Towson. Really like her. Um, unfortunately, let us down in a smaller tournament last week, but uh, actually decided to skip coming to Toronto. Withdrew there to stay in the United States and play the smaller event. Goes against Katie Balter, who continues to be overpriced given what she did on grass season. And Towson, again, I, I think was kind of a funky look ahead spot for her last week. I'm trying to put that out of my mind and have her as a much bigger favorite here. So like her, that one will be tomorrow morning around 10 o'clock. And then Katie Bolnitz goes up against Great Minnen tomorrow morning. I'm just going to keep fading Greet Minnan. She hasn't won a match, I think, in like two months at this point, maybe one <laughs> down there at a lower level. As just get, just getting pummeled this year and not really sure what's going on there, but I'm going to take Bolnitz, who's been really thriving on some of these smaller events. So a bunch of matches here. Um, the two parlors, those will start today. Krejcikova's today. Kudermatova, Tomljanovic, I believe, is tomorrow. Let me double-check. And then both of the Concord bets will be tomorrow morning. Uh, maybe uh, Greet Kudermatova's just- tomorrow. Greet's the one that broke up with AVU, right? Yeah. I mean, that wasn't like the breaking point of her. It's not like she was great, but I wonder. I she, wonder was, if, she was a reasonable. It's, you make a good point. I don't want to go back and see I wonder, that. I wonder if like, that, that happens. We see this with like professional athletes. Heartbreak right? is real, kids. When they have something happen like that in their personal life. So Greet Minnan is a fade until she finds love again, for sure. Um, and then real wins quick, since February. Oof. AVU, we're we're asking you take her back. It's well, okay, she's a good, a good fade is as good as a good bet. So, and then uh, real quick before we head out for the day, 
I did want to mention last Friday we had a fun deep dive with Brinson. We went oh, through that one. six or seven awards markets. It was I was a little worried. I said this to you before <laughs> we even did before we even did the podcast. I'm like, man, this is like everything else. We're we have to split this into two episodes next year because it's it's so much stuff to go over. But uh, we made a few bets on the show, and I won't go through all of them. You can go listen to that if you get a chance. Um, and somebody is asking NBA futures. We've had a couple, but uh, we'll, we'll get into some win totals here soon. Schedule should be out next week. And then once we can evaluate the schedule, um, win totals will be a little easier to go around. But uh, as far as awards markets, I did want to touch on one today in the comeback player of the year. Now it's not, yeah, it's not like MVP where it's like, all right, if you're the best quarterback, you're probably just going to win this if your team's good. But there is a quarterback bias to everything. Like if Jameis Winston wins the NFC South, he's just going to win this because he had a bad injury. And if he's good enough and the Saints win the division and he has a good year, he's just going to win this. Like that's, it is still going to be quarterback heavy. Trubisky, I don't know if that's really a thing, but and I mean, there's markets that have um, our guy, Deshaun Watson as like a favorite, not a favorite, but like middle of the pack, 10, 15 to one. People aren't going to vote get any for- votes. Yeah, people are going to struggle to vote for him based on, you know, mitigating factors in his legal life. So uh, it's yeah. going to be hard for him to get votes. Like there isn't a lot of quarterbacks near the top. Like if you think the if you think the Baker Mayfield experience is going to go good, there's probably other bets you could make on uh on just I don't know. You could bet them week in and week out to win cuz I really don't see Carolina having having that kind of success. So it's going to be hard for a quarterback, in my opinion, outside of our guy, Jay Winston, to get this done. And I did put a little, yeah, and you can see that at the bottom. This got shoehorned in because it's the one I had bets. And Travis Etienne never was good at saying his name, but boy, howdy, kind of an out of sight, out of mind look. People forget how good somebody is because we didn't get to watch him last year. But you go back, go watch some. Go watch some 2020 highlights from this guy down Clemson. Like, I think 1600 yardish. Like, he, he had 70 touchdowns in college. Granted, you don't get to play Boston College when you come to the pros. You don't. <laughs> you don't get that. You don't get that ACC schedule. But he has looked good in camp. His running mate also had an injury. Etn. I know. I just want to make it more French. Etienne. I every. I every. Every name. I want to make more French for some reason or another. But. I mean, go watch, go watch some Clemson highlights from 2020. Fucker was good. Not only that, but he is just, even with James Robinson there, like he is going to get other looks. They're splitting him out wide. He's going to line up in the slot. And I think at the end of the year, he's going to get a bulk of the touches in this running back room. If they're good at all, like, yeah, it's, it's weird to say because he didn't actually touch the field in the regular season ever. He's kind of, if this were the NBA, he'd be a rookie, I guess, but. Yeah. He did, uh, you know, he came into the league, played a little preseason, ripped up, uh, had a Liz Frank injury, which is a foot thing. So, uh, yeah. And Dan says this in the chat. Really he's not really eligible for Rookie of the Year, which, and that is a good point. Um, some voters might give him some love because it's like, hey, this guy might have won Rookie of the Year with this kind of performance. He's just not eligible. So, I think 41 is just way too big. And it should be like, he should be down there with the, you know, 
the if you're going to bet on Daniel Jones, you might as well take Et Etn. Don't bet Daniel Jones. Just forty-one. There's, yeah, again, there's better ways to bet the Giants. If you want to bet Daniel Jones, just take the Giants to win the division. Win the division. Giants alt totals over. There's other ways to attack. Don't, him, so. don't, but yeah, I would encourage That's anyone. I'll bet Daniel Jones. There's a, there's definitely other ways. So, all right. Uh, thanks to you guys in the chat. Louisiana guy Holt says, <clears throat> as always, killing it. Hit a thumbs up on the YouTube if you get a chance. It's not that hard. And uh, hopefully next time you go to a casino, you have better luck than me. Don't step in a pile of. I, I'm gonna. I'll, I should tweet it out. I have a picture of this pile of paint. I took it when I, when I came back out. I'm like shit. I got in through my passenger side, climbed across. You complained. You might have gotten some free bets. I didn't know who to complain to. I'm like, God damn it! I just want to go back to the hotel and pass out. You spend all day at a water park. You're gonna be your ass is whooped. Like you're I was tired. Out, yeah. Slept like a slept like a, a dead possum that night. So Less all right, disguise. We will. Uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Have a great week, and uh, yeah, hit the thumbs up and subscribe, review, rate, all that good stuff. And we'll see you tomorrow.